This is a HeadGum Podcast. It's hard to say, but I'm probably screening you. Leave a message and I'll get back to you. When you hear the beep, you'll know what to do. And I'll return this call from you. Hey, it's Jack. I'm not here right now, but leave a message after the beep. Hey, Jack. It's Tanner. Um, just wanted to get in touch because I didn't get a chance to talk to you today, and I, I guess, kind of miss catching up with you. Uh, truth translation. Um, I avoided you all day, and I am actually not interested in talking to you. Anyway, I just wanted to talk to you about Maggie Bloom. Her parents are rich. Her dad's that Hayden Bloom, that producer who does like all those stupid like flasher movies and action movies. Um, anyway, she looks like she's in really bad shape lately. Her mom's a drunk, and she kind of goes on these binges where she disappears for a long time. I think, I don't know, this is something I heard. And she got a job at her dad's production company, but didn't like it, so she got a job at the local rescue, dog animal rescue. And then her mom did a benefit to save all the animals, but was too drunk to do it very well. And um, Maggie had to save the day, and she's really struggling with her eating disorder. And she went on a date with that dude, Justin, and they went to go eat burritos, and she wouldn't eat it. And Justin was so annoyed that they stopped dating. And Zeke's at tennis camp. I don't know why I know so much about this family. I guess I'm just like, I read the rags, you know, because they're famous, they're in a lot, so... That is the reason why I know so much about them. Anyway, um, hope to see you soon. And, of course, truth point translation there is I, I obviously don't hope to see you anytime soon. Uh, bye. here oh gosh against all odds tag team back again i broke protocol yeah i jumped past the barricades and past the military police lines you showed the police your podcaster's badge yeah they were like excuse me sir the sirens went off an hour ago and you were like uh i'm a podcaster yeah i have to i have to walk 300 feet to my podcasting studio Uh, i have to make a podcast this is very important yeah and they said, let, let us at least give you an escort. That's great. That's yeah. really nice. And someone approached us who was did look sick as we were walking towards the yeah. police just shot him. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's what an escort will do for you. That's what it's like to live in Brooklyn right now. Yeah. How's Texas? Uh, it's good. The H-E-B just tweeted. And they were like, guys, we're okay. Please stop coming to us. 
and getting groceries at us. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're stocking They're the worried. shelves. They're like, we're prepared yeah. to stock the shelves. But you need to stop coming to us and getting groceries at us. And I was like, I'm just going for wine. Yeah. Like, I don't need toilet paper. I'm getting some while I'm here, obviously. <laughs> I was telling a coworker of ours today, well, a former coworker of yours, a current coworker of mine, I was yeah. telling a friend of mine today mm-hmm. that texted me and said, I went to the Trader Joe's by my apartment and they were out of toilet paper. And you know what I said to her? What? Get on that bidet Get a bidet. Lifestyle. That's what I've been saying to people. It's not- Get on that bidet lifestyle. It doesn't go down as well as you expect it to. I think it's more complicated for women. I know, but still, the, you the, you use less toilet paper if you have a bidet. Yeah, and that she said you still need toilet paper, right? And I yeah. said just for just for just a little bit, just a little off. bit. Yeah, just just a for bit. toweling off afterwards. Yeah, that's right. Good. I'm glad this is where we've landed. Um, what we love to do, I think, is to they um, were there with us. The my so-called babies were on that journey with us. Yeah. They went to Tokyo with us. They experienced the bidet lifestyle with us firsthand. Oh, that's a good point. You know what, Your Honor? I mean, uh, Barrister, I'll allow it. You've been with us every step of the way. We all have bidets in this community because of Tokyo, because of Jesse's swim meet, uh, Jesse's gold medal. That's why. So, okay. We're all in this together. You know, and this is how we heal. This is how we overcome. In this country, the bidets don't talk to you yet, but we'll get there. Not yet. That's what American exceptionalism is. I have actually looked into yeah. the talking bidets on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. They're very expensive. I need to get a talking bidet for Cyril because he just poops his pants. Hmm. You think a talking bidet would help? A talking bidet would be like, why not sit on the toilet? I think that's what they say. I don't know because it was all in Japanese when you I was You could there. say that to him. <laughs> he doesn't listen to me. Talking today will have a better chance. Today I was like, "Do you need to use the potty?" And he just like stood silently, and he was like, "No." And then I was like, <laughs> "Oh, <laughs> <Not anymore. laughs> I think we got our wires crossed." <laughs> I didn't mean. <laughs> our boy has started um, eating the dog's kibble. Okay. Because the dog kind of kicks his kibble all over the kitchen. Okay, and the boy, so the yeah, the boy yeah, will yeah. crawl in there and pick it up and start eating it. Mm-hmm. So we got a Roomba to Ooh. sweep the house once a day and get all the kibble that gets knocked around. Yeah, I love a Roomba. And it's great at it, and yeah. it's doing, we call it Dirt Humper. Okay, And it's cute. doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. But the boy, I think, has become quite enamored with the Dirt Humper, and he'll go, the Dirt Humper lives under like a, a reading chair in the living room. And yeah. the boy will always go over and like put his head down and look under the chair and wait for the dirt humper to come out. Um, this has been Dad Talk. And but what the talk the real talk of the town is Maggie Diary 2. We loved it. We're the Babysitters Club Club. I'm Jack Shepard. You're Tanner. My name is Green Tanner Ring. Green Ring. This week we read a novel that was called California Diaries, number eight. Maggie, Diary 2. Do you want to know what it's what it says on it? What it says on what, the book? Yeah, what the diary words are. Is it pertinent to anything? Well, we have a segment. Well, what's the segment called? It's called, what's your what's on diary your words?
What's it called? What's your diary words? It's not. It's not called that necessarily, but it's not. It's definitely not called what's on your tombstone because that's a pizza thing. I'll remind like, you. It's like week nine, and it's still. Called it that. does keep coming up. Um, at what's on Maggie's tombstone? What's on Maggie's diary is. Wait, problems. Wait, full stop. Problems, full stop. W-A-I-T? W-A-I-T? It's E-I-G-H-T, because she's struggling with body image issues throughout this book. It's something that is the main thrust of this book, Um, and that's, I think, what she means, and I think how we can do this, unless you have a better idea, is to find out what might be on our diary this week. Yeah. Oh, sorry, on our tombstone. I can't believe I got that wrong. How embarrassing. Because your thing makes so much more sense. Is that we could say Let me a thing. ask you a question, Jack. Okay. You ever kept a diary? Yes. Did you write two words that sort of like reveal a, a deep secret that like you're almost keeping from yourself? No. On the front of the diary? No, definitely not on the front. No, I wouldn't. Okay. But so I, does that make a lot of sense then? If What's I did die, that might be the time to do it. On like, if you did die, you would maybe want to put on your tombstone. On my tombstone. And you're right. And I'm starting to see the error of my ways. But I think the way we can do this is we can just say a kind of thing that we have a problem with and then problems. Okay. Don't you think? Yep. But that's what Maggie's having problems related to the way she perceives herself and her weight. Um, And so what kind of problems are we having? What kind of problems are we having? I mean, COVID-19 seems like a big one, but it hasn't literally affected either of us yet. Not yet. So. I mean, it did prevent me from getting more box wine at the HEB today. Oh, they were sold out? Or you well, just felt I just so didn't shamed by go. HEB's tweet? Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to go. <laughs> Everybody's like, these poor people are like overworked and freaking out and and everyone's like panic buying. And I'm just going to show up and like be like, sorry, just uh, which way to the wine aisle? Like... <laughs> I ran out of Boda Box. I went to the, the grocery store today and I bought two 12 packs of Lagunitas IPA because I was just. You like, were like in line at the Trader Joe's for five hours. I was like, I don't want to deal with the crowds to come back and get more tomorrow. It's like that. I don't know why it reminded me of the scene in Three Amigos when Chevy Chase uses the water bottle in the desert to like brush his teeth. <laughs> yeah. after Steve Martin and Martin Short have run out of it. That's dating me that I that I remember that. But it, I like the idea of it's like a, a like all snaking all the way around Trader Joe's, like everybody with like canned goods and toilet paper, and you're just standing there with like one six-pack. <laughs> well, and it's like everyone's fucking working from home here too. So it's like yeah. there's no safe period to go to the grocery store because everyone yeah. else is just like always home and going to the grocery store too. So... This is what we're dealing with. Anyway, this is what not a nightmare. Our problem. Oh, Hopefully and if you're listening to this like two years from now, yet. this oh, is yeah. going to be Remember like that crazy pandemic we were yeah. all in. Yeah. Um. So what's so I so for me, I think the problems are either going to be box wine, or I have had problems with uh, people pooping in their pants. Oh gosh, and I feel like the the thing about people pooping in their pants. Yeah. Is we've already talked about it so much. So much. Yeah. It's really been a theme. And we've already said those words. Yeah. Four words, people pooping in their pants. Five yeah. words. When so Cyril, many in times. In like 18 years when Cyril has like a girlfriend or boyfriend, he's going to be like, my dad, uh, who who didn't make it through uh, 2020, 
uh, used to have this podcast, and I've never listened to it, but like, let's check it out. It always made me up. too sad to, to listen to it, <laughs> kid, but I feel like I'm mature enough now. <laughs> let's pull up a random episode. Just all about his poopy butt. It's just going to be like, oh, you talked about my poopy butt for like 20 fucking minutes, you fucking asshole. Glad you're gone. He didn't even die of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> he died from a stampede at H-E-B. <laughs> he died from a stampede. He went to go buy box wine. I don't know what it was, but what mom told me was that he went to go get food for us. <laughs> toilet paper <laughs> so I've always thought of him as a hero <laughs> um, box, so what do you like box wine box wine or poop in your pants what do, I'm, what do you I'm like? good on the poopy in the pants okay you're good in the sense that you like it or you've had enough of it I've had enough of it okay so my wine I've and had so, my fill so let's think about it um, yeah what's what's a bookstore that you're going to um, it's uh, it's a bookstore because you're buying my book. Okay. Yeah. And what's the second? Wait. Problems. Wait. Problems. Oh, so yours is just box wine problems. Problems. Okay. Got it. And it's a, it, the book is about our sort of like day, right? It's about our day. Yeah. And that's so maybe I'm I'm on my Kindle. Yeah. And I'm looking for a new book to read. It's like one in the morning. I can't sleep. I'm just like I just sleep. want to read. Worried. Something. Stressed out. And I do what I do a lot, which is I go to um, horror. Okay. And I scroll down to post-apocalyptic. Okay. Yeah. And it's a lot of self-published, like, zombie books. It's like the plague. At the, the top like, of the chart. The pestilence. It's like the outbreak fever. Yeah. And yeah. it's very clearly, like, self-published, tr- just trash. Yes. Yeah. But that's what you like. That's what you're there for. That's what I'm there for. And then there's – but the this week there's a new number one book in horror. Self-published. Post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Self-published, yeah. Yeah. And it's called Jack. Yeah. Book eight. Uh, Book eight, Diary two. Diary two. And it's a picture of me just kind of like like very politely shouldering my way past the, the riot in the canned goods aisle. To there's the- like – everyone's in like face masks. Yeah. Gloves. It's like my hand, just a hand reaching out through the crowd mm-hmm. for a Boda box like, of Malbec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Malbec's the best one that they do. I don't know if you have Is Boda it? box in New York, but the Malbec's a good one. Not sure. Yeah. Not a big wine drinker. Yeah. Gets me too drunk. I can't control myself around wine, you know? Uh, but so it's a picture. It's a crowd. It's a Everyone's wearing gas masks, and they're scrambling for canned goods, and there's one arm reaching out through the crowd, and it's got its – it's just the tips of its stretched, veiny fingers uh, have has grasped onto a nice – Are your uh, fingers little, veiny? Yeah, in this picture. Are they veiny in real life? No. It's, it's Why kind would of, they be veiny in the picture then? Stylized. Okay. And it's reached on to. Um, I actually don't think they show book covers in Kindle because it's black and white, so a lot of that would be lost. Okay, well that's what it would have been. Um, and it's grasping on to a um, a nice box wine, and it says box wine. Problems. Do I buy that book on my Kindle? How much is? What's the price point? Uh, Nineteen ninety nine. Oh, you know a lot of those self published books. Yeah. Are. Like two fifty, I think I'm I'm seeing nineteen ninety nine, and I'm like, but maybe you're like, oh, this has got to be good. I could get like Highway to Hell, <laughs> yeah, a Survivor Story book fourteen for two fifty, okay, 
And maybe I'll just do that instead. I haven't read Highway to Hell Survivor Story books one through 13, but like, yeah. I feel like this is kind of something you can just kind of drop into. All right. Okay. That's so fine. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Eh. Pass. Okay. Fine. Yes. And what's your book? My book. Let's see. What am I struggling with today? Mm-hmm. Um, pandemic. Well, the pandemic, but it's like, I wouldn't even call that a quite a struggle yet. Yeah, I think what I struggled with today was um, writing a creative brief for a professional naming expert so that he could get started on a project. Okay. Because he was a little too jargony, and I, I had trouble kind of connecting with him on a professional level. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggled with working from home. It's always a challenge because you yeah. can't... Telecommuting. Problems. And that is actually... That that's is my. Number one thing was just like, no one was online. I just need some answers on something. Just why is it? Why aren't you on Slack right now? You know, yeah, you're the project manager on this project, and like, I just can't get get you to like answer any of my Slacks. So I think that's probably a telecommuting. That sounds good. Okay, uh, so I'm on my Kindle late at night. I woke up and I couldn't get back to sleep, and I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the iBook store on my iPad and see if I can. Uh, just get something that will pass the time away until my maybe something a little naughty. Some maybe something a little naughty. And yeah, I'd I'm like in to the, go into sort of the, the steamy sections. I'm in the steamy section, and that's where I've ended up. I started out being like, oh, um, you know, I've I really always meant to read Hegel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe now's the time. You know, I'm awake, and then somehow I don't know what happened. It's a blur, but I'm in the it's the the steamy section. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff about like pirates, like yeah, and they're like handsome and they have lots and, of muscles. Yeah, and that's that's pretty interesting to me. I'm kind of flipping idly, flipping through to see if there are any good scenes in there, and some catches my eye. Mm-hmm. And it's what's the picture? Because iBooks does have a the, the picture photo. is me mm-hmm. sitting at my desk at home, mm-hmm. and my wife is I'm listening napping on the couch next to me okay because she's feeling tired of anxiety about yeah. the um pandemic pandemic we're mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and that's so, kind of clear from the, looking at the picture I think so yeah yeah and I am kind of just like sitting pretty idly at my computer like clearly not doing anything just looking at a slack window yeah waiting for someone else to kind of like Show get up. back to me so okay. I can like move on to the next like agenda item on my right. to-do list. Yeah. And the dog is there. He, he, I don't think he's aware of, he's just excited that everyone's home with him. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the second half of that book, I'll never know cause I'm not picking it up. I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to buy the pirate oh, okay. one. Yeah. But the second half of that book is from the point of view of the person. Can I say something? You, okay. Feels vindictive. Yeah, no, it was. That you didn't buy mine. Yeah. 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 It's something to think about, isn't it? It's something to think about, isn't it? But the thing that I, but I, the thing that I will never know and that I, if, if I had known, I would have bought the book and had a good experience is the second half of the book is from the point of view of the person who ends up getting on the Slack call with you. And you're not paying attention because you're reading box wine problems oh, on, on like a second screen the whole time. Yeah. And you're just like not paying attention in the meeting. I, I couldn't get it out of my head. Yeah. From last <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah. 
just like, God, I got to I got to see this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> and it's riveting. From there it just gets you. Yeah. The guy, the guy who gets the wine is like sun poops his pants. And it's okay. just it's off to the races after that. Yeah, that's that's page one, sentence one. Yeah. <laughs> My son shit his pants again. I'm just like, ooh. Okay. You hooked me. Uh, let's talk about this Give book. It's it. an interesting one. Maggie is struggling with body image issues. She is very clearly uh, not eating. Uh, her friends are worried about her, but no one really says anything about it. Her mother is an alcoholic. and It was... It, uh... Okay. Mrs. Bloom was such a fun and charismatic and engaging character until this book. And then Gene Jeannie Betancourt had to make her alcoholism a problem. And it wasn't fun anymore. And she wasn't a fun drunk. She was a sad, angry drunk. It's sometimes still a little bit fun. Sometimes, yeah. But she gets angry and... Does often goes on like, like binges. She like disappears. Tell Maggie she's like like you don't look great, which is like not something that Maggie needs to hear at the moment. She needs to be built up, not knocked down. Yeah, um, and it makes it difficult to like uh, Mrs. Bloom. Truth translation. Truth translation. Mrs. Bloom we is feeling insecure about her own oh, looks. Yeah, and let's do some truth translations. And uh, can I read you the truth translations from this book? Because oh, yeah, sure. I, I really like them. And this is Maggie's thing. And it's fucking great. Amalia looks surprised. Does Justin know that? She asked. I mean, he was really disappointed that you weren't at the rehearsal. We'll still be. Oh, uh, this is after uh, Maggie like broke a second date with him. We'll still be friends. I told her. I changed the subject by asking about the rehearsal. Amalia said that it didn't go very well. It wasn't the same without you. She said you were missed. Truth translation. Truth translation. Vanish needs a lead singer. Not necessarily me. Yep. Rico said to remind you that they want some new material from you, Amalia added. I'm working on a song. I lied. Truth translation. I know that... Can you say it too when I say it? Yeah, truth translation. I know that Rico and the rest of the band are sick of my old songs, so what makes them think they'd like any new songs better? You still haven't told me what happened on the date or why you and Justin are just friends. And that's in air quotes. Amalia said, it's no big deal, Amalia. And I really don't want to talk about it. It's sort of boring. Truth translation. Truth translation. Yeah. Mind your own business. And this is a good concept. I like it. I like it. And I think I'm going to start using it. I'm going to start incorporating into my own Sort of way that I interpret and understand the world. Oh wait, I yeah. already always already do that. Truth translation, you always already do. All right, you want to practice? I'll do. I'll say something to you, and then you can do a truth translation. Okay. Um, you're looking great today, Tanner. Truth translation. I look like shit all the other times. <laughs> that is true. That so I'm surprised because I thought you were gonna think that I was lying, and. That like actually what I meant was you don't look good, but you were exactly right. I think you look fucking fantastic. Yeah, but Can I, I've only noticed it because it's completely out of the comparison. ordinary. So that yeah. was a good truth translation. Yeah. Yeah. Can I do one on you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth translation. You're starting with the truth translation. Oh no, sorry. You don't start with it. <laughs> I say I say something, okay. and then I'll do the truth translation. The yeah. last few episodes. Yeah. Of the podcast that I've heard. Yeah. 
your audio levels have okay. been really good and, and corrected okay. in a meaningful and noticeable way. Okay. And that's good. Uh, no need for a true translation. No need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you got the true translation a couple weeks ago when someone complained in the Facebook group about your audio. Yeah. And I did fix it. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> good. That's perfect. That's great. And a true translation makes you feel it makes you feel good about yourself, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to do another one on me or Okay, I'll do another one on you. I hope that you and your family are taking care of yourselves during this trying time. Truth translation, um I am annoyed by the special dispensations I have to make for you because you texted me earlier today complaining about the to fact say we that need to change the recording time. Your son needs to stay home from his nannies and you're yep. probably going to need to change recording time. Yes. Yeah. Wow. You're so fucking good at this. That's like just your brain is like a constant truth translation. At yeah, this point, my brain is constantly truth translating. It's like, like UN translators who like can speak at the speed yeah. that the person is saying it. So it's like, it's like almost like there's almost no filter. They're just like, do it. so that's what your brain is a truth translation. Yeah. Cause that's what I was saying. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Um, do you want Should to try I do one, one more on you? Well, you, the, your your ones are pretty hurtful. Oh, okay. I didn't, and I and I didn't mean it to be hurtful. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's hear it. Let's do one. Um, I yeah love to hear yeah about your son's poop. Okay, and it does a lot to prepare me for when my son inevitably goes through some of the same things in a couple years. Okay. Truth translation. Uh, you've never heard of anyone pooping in their pants and you think that it's a total anomaly that Cyril does it and that Miles will never do it and it's weird and I should get help. And, I, and like you're maybe not fit for parenting. Yes. Is that yeah. right? Yep. This is a good, good game. Anyone can it's play along at home. It's a good game to do all the time in your head. Yeah, it's just, just sort do of... it. Anytime anyone says anything to you, yeah, take it in, ingest it, and and run it through the truth translation, machine. and then turn it around in a way that, that makes you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, you'll be surprised at how it's really cool. I do ev- it a lot. Evil everyone is. Yeah, yeah, and and just <laughs> how much you second guess your own intentions and actions. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad it's you're finally good. stepping into my shoes, Jack. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Um. You know what made me feel good today about this book that was nice? Mm. It was a difficult book. It's an awkward it, – I liked it a lot. I thought Jeannie challenging did an book. job. It's challenging. They've been setting it up for the last couple of books. We knew this was coming. We knew Maggie was going to have some kind of eating disorder. Right. Being in her headspace and being on the front lines of it was challenging. One wants to reach out, and no one reaches out, really. No one is helpful. She works at this uh, the Humane Society – and there's this l- lady called Piper, who is yep. her boss and is the only person who's like, who talks e- to her even about aware. it. Who's even aware and talk. Well, Amalia is aware of it, but she's like. She just keeps trying to feed She's like, her. ah, you should eat more, which is like not, probably not helpful. Piper is a little bit more like, hey, this might be something that you want to talk to your doctor about. Piper is the one who helps Maggie finally realize that she has a problem. Right. And so the book ends on a somewhat hopeful note where it's sort of Maggie has realized she's changed her rhetoric from I just need to stop eating 
to I wonder if my mother and I are similar in that we both have problems with control that we should think about in a different yeah. way, which is useful. And so I have high hopes for Maggie book three, and they'll probably give that one to, to Pete to just kind of close that off because it's good. Can he handle it? Yeah, I think I think Pete that that's in his wheelhouse. Okay, uh, so. he'll handle it, I'm sure, as well as we as we're handling it. So like. Pretty poorly. <laughs> just, just like doing a lot of jokes around it, kind of sidling around it, and like not totally knowing how doing to do it. Doing a joke around it, but then very quickly being like, oh, no, but like, you know, it is very yeah. serious. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, the best way to handle something like that. There was a, well, I was going to say helpful. You have to kind of reach for the hope in these books. But let me read you this passage that gave me a little bit of hope. If you okay. kind of, if you squint at it. Okay. So part of the problem that in the book is that um, Maggie has an internship at her dad's like movie, and what she really wants is not that. And eventually yeah. she quits that to like do the pet shelter. Never. Yeah, the movie's called Never. It's cool. Yeah, uh, I'm imagining that the the Bloom Hayden Bloom Productions films are yeah. like John Wick movies. Yeah, fuck yeah, they sound dope as hell. Yeah, they sound good. They're all like action movies. They all have like car chases and they all have fight scenes. Yeah, like, they sound awesome. Um, last one was called like Fatal Judgment. Yeah. And this one's called Never. Oh, fuck yeah. Awesome. Never almost sounds like an art house film. Yeah, I bet I would watch it in an art house. Yeah, me too. Um, I certainly don't need someone with attitude like that, Dad replied. And don't you raise your voice to me. You're the one who's screaming, I mumbled. He glared at me again. Mumbled, a... idiot. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's to me, you're saying. Jack, I think- Truth translation. When... Can you do a better job of reading this? Jack, I think when you did that, yeah. when you read that, yeah. um, the character implied that she was mumbling, but the way you read it, you didn't mumble. Truth translation, you're bad at this. Read it better, idiot. Yeah, read it better, idiot. Yeah, Sorry. Okay, I'm still. I accidentally new. said the truth translation <laughs> first, and that's a problem. And you know what? Actually, I'm realizing that's a useful thing to be able to just admit to people when you're rude to them. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I said the truth translation. I did the truth translation. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, you I look so let upset. You, interpret you seem so yeah. upset. I must have. Did I say the truth translation instead of the thing I meant to say? Sorry, <laughs> I just like to be real sometimes. Jack yeah. mumbled. Okay, I certainly don't need someone with attitude like that, Dad replied. And don't you raise your voice to me. You're the one who's screaming. I mumbled. Okay, and another note. Yeah. Maggie implies that her dad was screaming. Okay. Yeah. In, in when she does mumble that line. So. Okay. Truth translation, I can't believe you fucked it up again. I know. Tell me yeah. about it, man. Yeah, okay. And he's once screaming. I, I start okay. D when I'm like ramping up, sorry. Can you not like? Because I like got into the character and yeah. like. I'm sorry. I'm in like a pretty dangerous headspace. Was there? Yeah. Literally every time I now I'm realizing how often I say sorry to you. Yeah. Because every time I do. Yeah. Siri pops up. <laughs> Why? I think well, it's because I'm on the AirPods. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, can I let me just ramp up to this? 
Yep. I certainly don't need someone with an attitude like that. Dad replied. And don't you raise your voice to me. You're the one who's screaming. I mumbled. Mm -hmm. He glared at me again and took a deep breath. (gasps) Good. This summer is stressful for me already, Maggie. Shit, he said in an even voice. (laughs) Fuck. Just read ahead. (laughs) (gasps) This summer is stressful for me already, Maggie, he said in an even voice. The last thing I need is to babysit for a grumpy teenager, so go ahead and quit. He leaned forward and lowered his voice almost to a whisper. Just know this. You've disappointed me. (laughs) But here's what I took from that. Babysit. Okay. And He's babysitting finally. for a grumpy teenager, and Tanner is Genie t- telling us that we don't have to leave babysitting behind. What is happening is that we're just what we're doing now is we're babysitting for grumpy teenagers. Yeah, and we're we're the Mister Blooms of the we're world. We're Hayden Bloom, and it's GCBSF, and, and it's good, clean babysitting fun after all. And we're just babysitting for grumpy teenagers. And we're just now. babysitting grumpy teenagers, and finally, and oh, finally, it's so good to have this. Mantle back on my shoulders. I feel like I'm I'm, I feel like I'm wrapped in in bulletproof armor. Yeah. When I'm reading about GCBSF, even if it's just a absentee father. Yeah. Complaining about his daughter who shows nothing but support and love to him. I no. I deeply related to Hayden Bloom today. (laughs) I gotta say, I don't. This is gonna be controversial for people who read the book, but Hayden is like doing his fucking best. Like maybe he's not like totally attuned to everything that's going on in Maggie's life, and he could be more attentive. But he like got her an internship at the cool movie studio, and she doesn't want it, Jack. Like his wife, she doesn't want that. A a very problematic alcoholic because of him, Jack. Okay. He's driven her away. Yeah. Uh, I just and, and and Siri, Siri, if there's anything <laughs> I can do. Yeah. If there's anything I can possibly do, Siri, to keep you from popping up on my computer, I would love to explore those options. Yeah. You you tell me, Siri, right yeah. now. Hey Siri. How can I get you to leave me alone? Okay. <laughs> she just said okay. She gets like that. I keep telling her to leave me alone too, and she gets like that. Uh, I had an interaction with her with her the other day that ended with her saying out loud to me in my headphones, "I'm sorry, I can't find. Please turn yourself off and go away forever and never bother me again." <laughs> I just would you like me to look for another song? And I was like, "All right, just turned her okay, off. Fine. So I'm I'm good. I'm now. I'm not going to have her pop up anymore." Um, let's take a break. Okay. Okay. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. What would I do with an extra hour in my day? Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has... Put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? 
my own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to do a whole bunch, like just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of uh, infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is like, getting people wet who don't want to be wet so it's like stepping in a puddle or like sitting on a bench that's wet that's us like that's what we do share this with a friend one like one prayer i will follow through on the like prayer stuff too i will be praying all night i would use today's sponsor betterhelp.com um of course i can't i an evil tanner i can only use the deep web we do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com um it's called worsehelp.com it's not good but i think betterhelp.com is great from everything i've heard convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch at any time, no additional charge. Uh, go check it out. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. See you there. Well, not me, but have fun. Jack. Yes. I'm surprised mm-hmm. to hear earlier mm-hmm. in the episode when you said that you liked this book. Yes. Very good book. Very interesting. Very compelling. I thought so too, but I'm surprised to hear you say that. And why is that? Thursday, 723, 916 a.m. Little guy died. No, fuck you. Fuck you. I don't want to talk this about morning. this. No, fuck you. We're sad at the shelter together. And no. little guy is, so uh, Maggie works at a shelter now, and they got a box of cats, of kittens, that had been left on the side of the road, who had been taken from, from their mother before they were able to wean properly. And one of them was a runt, and it was too little, and they were dubious as to whether or not it could survive. And they named it little guy, and it didn't. And Jack, it's a cat death. Yeah, and it's bullshit. And I did. Now I don't. And I don't like. And I did. I oh, truth translation. I hated this fucking book. You hated it because there's cat death. Yeah, and it's bullshit. And I know you well enough to know that anything that involves cat death, yeah, is not something. Not something you're a huge. Yeah, truth translation. I didn't actually even read this book. You got to that part. I got to that. July twenty third, and you're like, I I didn't even get that far. I this is actually true. When I watch movies, I don't care what the movie is. If at some point the person gets a pet. You love those fucking John Wick movies, man. And that's the entire plot. No, but I know what you're getting. I know what you're getting up front. And it's just the first. It's just the first one. And that is difficult for me to rewatch. But at least it's like they're like, we're going to just deal with this up front. What I don't like is when it's tangential. It's like a movie about like a struggling writer and she like adopts a pet. And it's like, I cannot pay attention to the rest of this film. Until I know what happens to this fucking animal. Because you're too animal. worried about the pet. This fucking cat. We've, we have said this story on the podcast before, but you and Sarah once came over to my place to Oh, yeah. Uh, Fishman kills a cat. Shape yeah. of water. Yeah. And you had to protest halfway through because you were- No, that's exactly- After the cat died. No, that was a fucking hateful. That is the only thing I remember about that movie. Bad and bad in this book. And, and Jeannie, I thought better Jean. of you. And it's Jean. And I did think better of you too, Jean. Um, and it's bullshit. Gene Bettencore, m- more kill- like Gene Petten. 
Mort. Pet Mortuary. I, I stuck with the French because her yeah. name is French. That's good. Jean yeah. Betancourt. Yeah. Mean. So Jean, I say meanie. More like mean pet more. Mort. More. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Okay. You got we both got there and it's great. Um and uh, yeah. Uh do you want to do a moment of silence for a little guy? Yep. God knows we never got one for Boo Boo. All right, I'll chill. We'll... And then, and then that way, thank God, you know, thank yeah. God, Jean, mean. mean. I say meanie, meanie, pet, pet more. <laughs> gave us this opportunity to actually mourn. Yeah, we should okay. probably just say mourn. Mourn is good. Yeah, and mean, it's mean pet and mourn, and we do call her meanie pet mourn. Yeah, um, and it's and truth translation. I, you didn't have to do this. Oh, sorry, Maybe. I was having a moment of silence. Okay, well, let's just start the moment of silence. Are we? A- is our, our moment, moments of silence async? Let's start it, it on, at the same th- time? on three. Okay. Okay, ready? One, two, two, three. And you started, right? Did you and start I've here? actually started. Are we doing async? No, I think we should do it at the same time. Okay. Because otherwise it won't be silence for the listeners. Okay, right. moment and of silence. Listeners, for... you do it too. And yeah. insist everyone around you do it too. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's good. Okay, okay. one, two, three. Moment of silence for a little guy starting net, and it started. And it started, yeah. And, and one, two, three. Now. Okay. And now. I would say yeah. now. Okay. Are you doing yours? I'm doing Oh, and we're I both was, I was going to do mine. Okay. I'll do mine. Okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Now, oh, little guy, we hardly knew you. Internalize and... it. Internalize it. I love what you're doing. I love... Yeah. What? How you're honoring him and yeah. honoring his memory? Yeah. But I, because it's a moment of silence, I need you to internalize it. Okay. All right. One, One two, two three. three. Moment of silence for a little guy. Beginning now. now. Take now. five. And now it's start now. now. Okay. Now. Okay. Little guy, I, I didn't know you very well. And you're just a kitten, and that's actually a Sonic Youth song. It's from um, okay. A thousand and I think leaves. I was willing to give you a little leeway. Yeah, until you started talking about Sonic Youth, but I feel like we've done a pretty good job. But of can I? Because it did come out in the '90s. Can I? Can I at guy. least? Can I at least say that there is a song on A Thousand Leaves where yeah. um, uh, Kim Gordon does say, uh, "Alice, Alice, come back. He's just a His kitten. Name. He's just a kitten." Yeah, and we won't you're play hearing a, clip. a you're hearing a clip now. Oh, Alice, Alice, come back! He's just a kitten. He's just a kitten. Yeah, and actually, his name is Detective Jim Gordon from Batman. Okay, I missed that. Yeah. I- Kim Gordon. Sad book. Little guy does get it, doesn't he? Jack. Yeah. I am starting to think while we're talking about me and Pet and Morn mm-hmm. that Gene has never used email. <laughs> and I, I and I, I, I'm, I, I'm starting to think that, but I'm also willing to forgive her because yeah. it's like what ninety eight, ninety nine at this point. Like none of us are using email. Yeah. I think I got my first email address in 98, and you know what it was? What? Ned and Jimbo at 
Hotmail.com, and it was named after two oh, that's cool. tertiary characters from South Park. Mine was Jazz9 at standrews.ac.uk. <laughs> that's cool. It's weird to think about the walks of life we were in yeah. at the same time. I was like literally a child who was naming my first email after like South Park. Funny South Park characters. And, you and I was like, like going to the like the only place where there were computers, which was the like you know like the computer they had like a computer in hall. Scotland in Scotland <laughs> the only place in Scotland where there were computers. Yeah, I knew that uh, Prince William was going to come to our school because we got all new IMAX. Oh yeah, and he wouldn't be caught dead with like. Well, I was like, why are we getting all new IMAX? They've never done anything nice for us. And then I was like, oh, William didn't <laughs> get into Oxford. <laughs> That's funny. That's a joke for people who didn't get into Very their funny. first choice fancy school. What was your first choice? What was Oxford. your first choice fancy school? Yeah, and yours was Oxford too. Um, what I would like to Oh yeah, she didn't like so Jeannie, I noticed this passage as well. If it's the same thing. Jean as, Jean's never used email and let me read the passage to you. Yeah. Zeke loves to go online and exchange emails with his friends. Yeah, that's not That's not what you do, Jean. No, that's not and it's not nice. It's not nice to go online, eh? Yeah. And exchanging emails with your friends is, like, utilitarian at best. <laughs> like, it's something you do. Yeah. It's not something you like to do. You don't like it. Nobody yeah. likes it. Yeah. Zeke loves to go online. Well, I, here's, so here's a question. And if, if Jeannie doesn't Jean. know what the deal is, what the internet landscape is... In 1998, when this is written, maybe there's no answer to this question, but it does come up, and I would like to introduce it in the form of a hit segment that you created called Vibe Check. Vibe Check. Vibe Check. And let's check the vibe on this, Tanner. I called mom to tell her about the rehearsal. I could tell she was disappointed I wasn't going to be home for a nice family dinner. That's in air quotes. I don't think of our family dinners as nice, and that's in air quotes as well. Mm-hmm. Zeke usually talks about some adventure game he plays on the internet as if it's real life. And what's that? Let's check what that vibe is. 98, it's probably going to be either like Diablo 2 or like uh, Could it be, um, what's the one that, it, uh, Starcraft. Could be StarCraft. I think probably StarCraft 2 by that point. But if it's... I'm thinking it's MMORPG. He says this if it's real life. So it must be like what his life is like. Mm, Ultima Online. Okay. And that's cool? What's Almost that definitely. Well, it's like the progenitor to like World of Warcraft. It's it's fantasy. Okay. ninety September 97. Okay. Ultima Online. Okay. So Zeke is playing Ultima. I think so. While we're talking about Zeke, Tanner, I don't know how to put this book. EverQuest launched in March 99. Okay. Is there a chance that this, this book came out in 99? No, it came out in 98. Okay, I think it's Ultima. I think we're okay. dealing with Ultima. While we're talking Do you about want to Zeke, know more about okay. Ultima, or are you good there? Uh, yes. Truth translation, no. PvP combat Tanner. system. Truth translation, I said. Eight no. expansion packs after its initial release. Yep. Okay. Um, seven worlds. Sorry, can I interrupt? Feluca, Trammel, Ishinar, Malice, Tanner, Kuno, you... Terramur, and the Valley of Aodon. Okay, did you hear the uh, truth translation? Oh, no. It's, uh, I actually do my own truth translating. 
Okay. <laughs> Internally, so you don't need to do it for me. Okay, so you got it and have c- persisted. L- Nevertheless. Let me look something up real quick. Okay, perfect. That's great. Um, yes, what I want What year did that. you say it was? 98. And re- describe how Jeff describes the game. Zeke. And what a what a Freudian slip you've made there. Because Jeff is... Are all younger brothers the same to you? Essentially. Uh, I'll tell you how he describes the game. He says, Zeke usually talks about some adventure game he plays on the internet as if it's real life. Could it be The Sims? No, I, here's what I'm thinking now. Yeah. It doesn't require internet access, but it, it, I don't think it hurts to have internet access for this game. Yeah. But it is an adventure game that you would think is, is your real life, life because okay. it's so immersive. Okay. And it's called Riven, the sequel to Mist. Okay. And it came out in October of 1997. Okay, so that's got to be what it is, right? I think so. Don't Could it you? be the LucasArts adventure game Loom? Maybe. It came out in 91, so it's like... Okay. It's like retro. feels like he had plenty of time to play that, yeah. Well, he would at that point, he probably needs an emulator. So he needs Might to need go a, online to play a Loom. Yeah. It's the only way to get it. Oh, that's true. Okay, that's great. I'm glad we've continued to talk about this. I would love, while we were talking about Zeke, to bring something to your attention. Okay. And I'm going to need your um, truth translation. Okay. Up and running in okay. in your brain. Okay. So what I'd like to say is, as I've said before, thank you for always supporting me in this thing that I notice and you also have noticed in these books that uh, has definitely always been there and that you've always been like a willing uh, and eager participant in and haven't just dismissed as being like, oh, it's about a Terry Pratchett book or something and have always come along with me on it. Okay. Yeah. I I under I hear you. Yeah. True My translation soul recognizes is, is your soul. Yeah. Okay. And we are good to proceed. Wait. Okay. Good. Let me read you this passage. Yeah. At eleven o'clock, someone knocked on my bedroom. Can I say door. something okay. before you read the passage? Yeah. Of course. I am noticing something in these books. Yeah. And what is it? There's a lot of turtles. Okay. Oh. Have you noticed that there's a lot of turtles in these books? And, and I, I have, this yeah. Is like, it's pretty novel. It's pretty new for the, the podcast. But, like, you know, we talk about things like frogs. We talk about things like bread a lot. But, like, yeah, and bees especially sometimes. in these Cal and bees. And I think, especially in these California diary books, yeah. I've noticed a trend and it really, like, my ears perked up this week f- for the first time. I think okay. I've, like, there's been some background signal that I yeah. haven't, like, been totally aware of. But, like, uh, do you, you know, hear saw. it in my voice? The background um, signal? Uh, I don't know. It, yeah. it was there. It was like easy to ignore. Okay, yeah. But I'm yeah. starting to notice this week that there is a heck of a lot of turtle okay. talk in these books. Have yeah, you noticed a... that? Can I read a passage? Oh, sure. Here, let me read this passage. Okay. I told him I hate it when Dad tries to control every move I make. I know what you mean, Zeke said. He was carrying a turtle in each hand. Will you take care of Zeus and Jupiter while I'm gone? He asked as he laid them out on my desk. I held Zeus in the palm of my hand. His shell reached all the way to my fingertips. I stroked his shell, and his head pulled out and snaked up to me. I told Zeke I'd be glad to take care of his turtles. He said he had emailed me the directions for their care. So isn't that interesting? So let's let, let's walk through it. Let's walk through I, it. Have you noticed this? And I have, actually. Uh, okay, so you're... 
I brought it up, and now you're starting to to see it too. And that, that does appear to be what's happening. Yeah, true translation. Interesting. I, I came up with it. True, true translation. I was the first person to notice it. And what has happened in these novels is that let's let's walk through it. Okay. James, the emotionally abusive boyfriend of Amalia, throws rocks at a turtle on a lake. Did he? Yeah. Huh. Alex, the depressive friend of Ducky, is found contemplating turtles when Ducky comes to try to comfort him. Okay. There is a, no- a third turtle that I can't remember what it was. And then now this? And now this, and I wonder And now if- they have turtles that are gods? Zeus and fucking Jupiter? Jupiter. Which, that doesn't make sense, because they're the same. So it's one turtle. It's still Jupiter. one turtle, right? Jupiter's it's one turtle, it's, and it's... Roman name for Zeus. It's God, it's Jupiter, it's Zeus. So it's a turtle god in the books. And it's I, the every turtle. And it's the every turtle. And they're watch, and they, they appear at these like important moments. In this case, it's when like Zeke is just about to, like, to leave and leave I Maggie like alone. I the turtles are there to help us understand a character better. Right. There's James, who was abusive, and he abused turtles. Right. There's Alex, who is confused by the world, and he was confounded by turtles. Yeah. There's the third instance, which neither of us can remember right now. Right. And then there's Zeke, who who just wants to be... Who wants to be taken care of. Nurturing. He wants to be caring. He wants to care. Right. He doesn't want to be taken care of. He wishes he was home. So Zeke gets sent off to tennis camp, and all he wants is to be home. He wants to be bear witness to the implosion of the Bloom family, and he wants to be there to prevent his mom from getting drunk every night. He wants to be there to prevent his dad from being an absent father. He wants to be there to prevent Maggie Maggie from from having an eating disorder. Right. And he's nurturing to to the all turtle. Right. That... What happened? Just what just happened? You were playing with your pen. Let me guess. I played my pen and I dropped it. That's something that you do. I don't do it anymore. I know. I learned it from watching. I learned it from watching you. That's from the 90s, too. And we'll play a clip. Answer me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. I learned it from watching you, Dad. Uh, Yeah. It's all turtles. So this is interesting. And so the turtles are important in this book. They appear at important moments. And it it does appear that there is a... And this is my theory. And this is what I'm saying. And it's your theory. And there is an all-powerful turtle that is affecting or observing the events of these novels. And Anne and Pete and Jeannie have seen fit to put this turtle in the books to watch over these girls. Yeah, it's Orm. To to babysit these grumpy teenagers. It's Orm. The turtle's Orm. The turtle is Orm. Yeah. Okay, that actually makes sense. And the turtle is Orm. Yeah. Okay. And that's... Is it? Or is it? Or is it Gene? Or is it... I think Orm is the name of the turtle. Orm. Orm. It is a good name for a turtle. Interesting. So we're pro Orm now. Well, we don't know. We don't know. No, 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 no. I think what I, I don't know if I'm pro Orm, and I wouldn't say that. I'm thinking the all turtle. Yeah. You need to. I think you are judged. I think all of us are judged by our treatment of the all turtle. Yeah. Are we generous? Are we kind? Are we compassionate? Are we hateful? Are we? Do we shun them? Yeah. You know, I think this is, I think it all, like, someday we'll all end up at the pearly gates, and it's like, how'd you treat the turtle? 
Okay, and that's worth thinking about. And if you're James, it's not great. Yeah, James is going right to hell. Uh, yeah, we're going to find that out about that in the next Amalia book. Jack, speaking of boys that made us horny, at one point James did make us horny. And let's just say it. That doesn't mean he's not a bad person. Did I hump the air and say swing from Wayne's World when I read a description of him? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You would too. And you, you would and too. You would too. Yes. Think about all those women who like send serial killers pen pal letters yeah. in prison. We're not we're not blaming them. Hashtag swing. Hashtag swing is for anybody who is good looking. And it's not anybody about who's character. good looking. And it's yeah. not about the and you can't judge the art by the artist. Yeah, and it's what the teens are saying is hashtag swing. And did you and, and hashtag swing is when you kind of do a, a, Aggressive a, a boner that's so l- loud it makes a no- that everyone can hear it. Aggressively loud erection, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear yours. That's what all the work, teachers say. What, what is? Hashtag swing. Because it's, like okay. it's like on Instagram. They're like, hashtag swing. Yeah. Maybe like TikTok. And on TikTok. Is it, did I say that? TikTok. Have you ever heard of TikTok? Oh, yeah. No, I know it. You know TikTok. it? You like it? You I'm, use it? Oh, I use it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How, how do you think I wake up in the morning? I set What's my your TikTok. Favorite? What's your favorite TikTok meme? Uh, I use I use like the like just like the vibrating that's like da na 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 na, or sometimes I just have it on vibrate. Oh, you think you okay? I understand. You're you're you think TikTok is the clock on your phone? Yeah, but it's what the teens are calling it. Okay, you know, but because it, it's like on the phone, it's like oh, I gotta set my TikTok for tomorrow. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite TikTok is the one that's like no sugar. Oh no, no sugar. you got it wrong. It's like. More water. No sugar. No sugar. no sugar. Do you know that one? The TikTok, the viral TikTok. No, it's like. No, I'm trying to pull it up now to see if I can send it to you because I think you would enjoy. It. It's no like sugar. More water. No sugar. No sugar. There's sugar in it. And then she's like, Edgar, Edgar, your skin is hanging all off your face. Yeah, I'll I'll find it. I'll send it to you. I your think skin is like hanging it. all off your face. After work. Mm. I waited outside for Justin and Amalia to pick me up. Amalia was sitting in front with Justin, so I hopped in the back. I hadn't seen Justin in a couple of weeks. He looked as good to me as ever. Mm. Wrong. He looked better. <laughs> oh, better than ever. Justin made eye contact with me in the rearview mirror, and his brown eyes were smiling, dancing. Really, I love his eyes. It'll be great to hear you sing again, Maggie. He said, <laughs> "You've given Vanish a new life. You gave oh. me a new life just now." Oh, Justin! Oh, Justin! That part where she was like, "He looked as good to me as Ezra, no better." Oh yeah, right. Better than Ezra. Good. Yeah, and it was good living with you, Justin. And we are playing a better than Ezra clip now. Sure. <laughs> Just a short one. Uh, but he's very handsome. I have another hashtag swing, and it is, of course, about Justin, the dreamy Justin, the dreamiest of Justin. So they have an interesting thing. His so dancing they, eyes. They do go, they go and um, dance they have with a me, dance date. Dance with me, dance with me, Justin's eyes. I like that's that Jack's song. That's Jack's new favorite song. I like it. I That's real. Why are you exposing me? I do like that. <laughs> I'm not exposing you. 
I, I am exposing you, but positively. But it's but the my so-called the, babies. Jack's new favorite song is that song that's like, dance with me, dance with me, dance with me, ah. But the the thing behind it is still like the truth translation of it is like I brought that up to you because I was like, aren't you surprised that I know that song? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and the truth translation for me is that song sucks. And you're no, wrong. you That's suck. A s- city song, and you've got bad taste. But they do go out. Oh, well, okay. So Justin and Maggie go out on a date. We haven't talked about it enough. It's hot. It's heavy until it goes wrong because Maggie is struggling with her eating, and uh, they do go to a burrito restaurant. But a tangential thing that I want to talk about before I tell you about the the Justin thing that made me horny this week. Yeah. Is this passage. (laughs) Can't hang out, guys, Justin told them. We have a dinner reservation at Juanita's. He put his arm around my waist. I sucked in my breath so he wouldn't feel my roll of fat. Juanita's, exclaimed Frank. Way cool. That's cool to say. That is cool. Way cool. Way cool. Have you ever been there? Justin asked me. I shook my head no. I'd heard of Juanita's and knew that it was a trendy Mexican restaurant. If it's your first time, said Frank, order a Juanita's burrito. It's stuffed with rice, beans, chicken, and cheese, and they have the best salsa ever. And that's your hashtag swing? No, that's just a moment where either in the universe of these books. Okay. Or in the 90s. Gene's never had a burrito. It's like surprising what a burrito is. Gene's Gene's never had a burrito. They're like... (laughs) It's go. Gene is like, can you believe this thing? And then someone pipes up and is like, oh, don't forget the guacamole. (laughs) Don't forget the guacamole. Don't forget the guacamole. (laughs) And it's like, you will not fucking believe this thing they have at Juanita's. It's a burrito and they've got like rice, beans, and cheese in it and meat is in it. Yeah. You gotta have it. You gotta try this thing. It's so wild. They also have this thing called salsa, and it's like <laughs> tomato sauce, but it's like good with chips. It's so wild. But that wasn't what made me horny. It just made me surprised that I guess it's now lore and canon that in the California Diaries universe, burritos have just been yeah, invented. Okay, and save it for the end. <laughs> uh, but this made me horny. I can't believe it. Justin called me. He was so sweet. First, he apologized for Is this for Frank calling... again? No, this is Maggie. Okay. You were sort of using your Frank voice. No, my Frank voice is like, I, I can't, can't believe, believe it. it. Justin called me. It was so sweet. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> okay. Maggie, I can't believe it. Is that better? Yeah. I can't believe it. Justin called me. He was so sweet. First, he apologized for calling me at work. I said it wasn't a problem. He said, there's a rehearsal tomorrow night if I can come. I said, yes. And he said, great. I couldn't think of anything else to say, but I didn't want to say goodbye. I heard a dog barking in the background and asked him if he has a dog. That's Jazz, he said. Come here, Jazz. Okay. Say hello to Maggie. Jazz barked into the phone. Jazz is a mutt, Justin told me. I picked him out in an HCA shelter when I was in the second grade. He's a terrific dog. I couldn't believe it. Not only is Justin cute, Nice and musical. He also has a sweet dog. He adopted from a shelter. Tenor. Cute. Nice. Musical. 
Sweet dog from a shelter. Have you ever met anyone that dreamy? Or even heard of anyone? With oh, those so jazz four- is your hashtag swing? Just a guy being cute, nice, musical, and having a dog called Jazz. Yeah, I fucking boned up. Oh, I that. thought I thought you were ja- I thought you were hashtag sh- swinging the dog Jazz. No, why would you okay. think that? It's I don't know because the whole passage was about Jazz, and I thought that's what you meant. And no. Jazz is your initials too, and it's like no. maybe there's some nepotism happening. And Jazz Nine was my email address at St Andrews, and Jazz Nine was your email address. And the Utah Jazz shut down the NBA this week, so <laughs> yeah. I heard about Is that, that something you want to... Cute, nice, musical, has a sweet dog. And he makes me horny, too, and I've already admitted it. And he's okay. got dancing eyes. Dance with me, dance with me, dance with me. And dance with me, dance with me. and the song is good, and let's go. No. No? Okay. Oh, well, let's do our burn. No, Jack, we shan't be going yet. No, we won't. We'll and I won't burn. let you shirk your duties. Okay. We'll do a burn because there's so many good birds. In this because book, we actually. do a burn, Jack. Genius in these stepped books. up, and it's a but it's a burn of the beach, I think. And it's actually it's the a sunburn <gasps> of the week. <laughs> and that is what we say. That's what it's become. And it's I can't believe you California. once again tried to get out of the episode record. And you've done this a few times, and you're so slimy. That it's slimy? You're so slimy, and you're so nasty. And you are always trying to get out of this fucking podcast record without doing your burn. Okay, and I did, and I said the thing. And so just tell me what your burn was, because there are a couple of good ones. There are some very good ones. Mom started drinking more and more, and seeing her friends less and less. Once I heard Dad ask about Janice and Lana, and she said they were goody goodies who didn't know how to have fun and my burn is on <laughs> Janice and Lana Janice and Lana who are goody goodies and just like have fun man have a beer that's a good chill out so I have another I have another bird that is also like in the vein of Maggie's mom gets real nasty when she's drunk mm-hmm. but it's it's in the in that same vein but I do want to tell you the pure the purest best burn of the book after that if I may be allowed two burns there's a Your few honor. there's a few burns that I disqualified for being too too mean. Too mean. <laughs> this one is mean, but it's also funny. It's when Mag when Mrs. Bloom is drunk. But mom did notice how I looked. She scowled at me. I thought we were gonna do something about that hair. I got a haircut last week, I told her. You said you liked it. Did I? She asked. Well now it looks limp. She poured herself more wine. <laughs> Dad winced. What are you wearing to that blasted dinner? Mom asked me. I'd been so busy I'd forgotten about buying a dress. The last thing I wanted to do was go shopping with my mother. When she's drinking, she can really embarrass me. I'll wear the outfit I wore to Dad's last premiere, I said. Okay? Fine. I'll just wear any old thing, too. <laughs> I, here's what I love about Mrs. Bloom. She is fun. She's fun, and she's always drunk in, in sort of a fun way until it becomes not fun. But she also is good at, like, the expectation game. She's just like, this dinner is going to be a disaster, and yeah. let's all prepare for the fact that it's going to be a yeah. disaster no, now. She's and good it's like, it. I admire that, and that is something I do in my life as well. She's a walking truth translator. And then when it's good, yeah, it's just like, oh, oh, great. Oh, see? True translation. Not needed. It was yeah. fine. Um. That's good. Okay, I do want to say the the purest burn that Jeannie put in this book. 
Okay. Uh, and and then we're going to go. And it's Gene, and I hope it's not one of the problematic ones. There are a bunch of problematic ones that were just like, this is a very good burn, but it's like very sad because these people have very deep problems that need to get addressed. This afternoon, I have to make 35 copies of the script for the next film Dad's producing. They finally settled on a title for it. Never. During my first week of work, Dad asked me to read the script for Never. Write up a summary of the plot and tell me what you think of it, he said. I value your opinion. He doesn't really care what I think about the script. He just wants me to... translation. That's truth translation. He just wanted me to feel like I'm part of his team. I read it. I think never is a perfect name for this movie. As in, never go see it. (laughs) Nice, yeah, and that's Borat. Nah. (laughs) Nah. Um, What I'd love to do is go and leave, and let's leave, and let's also go. Tanner, I would like to thank you for bearing with me. I thank you, Jack, for being... One of my dearest friends. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for being one of my dearest friends. And thank you to the My So-Called Babies for listening to our show and for bearing with us. And please do stay safe out there and be... Wash your hands. Wash your hands and take care of yourself. And listen to the podcasts you like and watch the shows you like. And don't be too hard on yourselves. We'll probably keep making the podcast. We'll be here. So we'll probably keep making the podcast. So <laughs> probably, just yeah. stay home and listen to our podcast and we'll don't go outside. Probably be here. Don't go outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do love you and we do kiss you and we hope you're looking after yourselves. And um, check out our Patreon if you haven't. Now's a great time to... Binge, binge, binge. all like 60... 60- nine episodes we've done of the podcast because like you're stuck at home all day working from home so you can find it at patreon.com slash bscc podcast we have merch at bit.ly slash bscc merch rate and review our show on itunes this week we did read a novel that was called california diaries number eight maggie diary two wait problems next week we're going to be reading a little book called california diaries number nine amalia Diary to fate. Just one word? One word. What did you say it was? Plate? Yeah, it's plate. No. I don't get that at all. Fate. Feet? Fate, as in no fate but what you make. Feet? It's feet. Yeah, and it's feet. And that, well, I can't wait to find out what that's about. It's probably about, it's probably clearly a uh, Peter Lorange's book. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> he doesn't have any. And he, it's unclear. Yeah. And it's unclear. This week, my name has indeed been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. Maggie's struggling with body image issues now. And the way we talk, you would think that we don't feel totally comfortable addressing it on our Zany Comedy Podcast. Uh, we went to the park today, and it's dangerous. Uh, Cyril learned how to climb up the slide, which all children want. That's what they want. I've and I've noticed it in the older kids. That's all they do once they get to the park. Is they're like, I can go up the slide. It's like that's not what it's for, but whatever. Cyril finally figured it out. Climbed up the slide. I was sitting up at the top of the slide. Gives me a hug, and says, "I love my daddy." And I was like, "Where did you learn that?" <laughs> Where did he learn it? 
I don't know, but I haven't taught you to say that. Did you? Did your British accent come out? Yeah. Oh I was, no. Well, that's yes. <laughs> well, I, well, I, I, I understand. And I um, admire you. And I acknowledge it. Uh, <laughs> come on, now that's enough of that. That was a headgum podcast.